It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a fantastic show. I'll be introducing my guests shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I will do this each week. I've had a very eventful week, and that's all because I made some great connections in my professional life. When you make an effort to meet people who know other powerful people, some really amazing things can happen. In the last few weeks, I met someone online who has an e-magazine, and we decided to work together where I would provide some free content for his publication. He liked it so much that he wants to produce and publish my next book, which is due for release in the next few weeks. I'll be glad to reveal more about that in the near future, but the lesson here is never stop networking and getting to know people. You just never know who that other person knows or where that friendship or relationship may take you. Give value and then receive value in return. That is how it works. My guest this week is Randy Sutton. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Randy Sutton started as a street cop in Princeton, New Jersey, moved west to Las Vegas, where he served over two decades and became the most decorated cop in the Las Vegas Metro Police Department. More than 34 years of extensive police experience in investigations, administration, and instruction, he is the author of numerous professional articles and books. Randy also created the seminar Policing with Honor, which has been presented to over 10,000 federal, state, and local law enforcement officers throughout the U.S. In the Hollywood version, in the Hollywood version of law enforcement, Randy has appeared in Casino with Robert Nero, Miss Congeniality with Sandra Bullock, and numerous TV episodes of Cops. He's also co-starred in the pilot episode of Las Vegas, starring James Caan. Forced to retire by stroke, Randy Sutton lives in Las Vegas, Nevada, writing books, speaking on police ethics, and celebrating American heroes. Randy's passion now is to imbue people with a sense of legacy, with a conscious knowledge that every decision they make and action they take is part of their legacy, and a knowledge that it is within their power to choose the legacy they want to create. And for more information on that, you can visit his website, www.thelegacychallenge.com. Once again, that's www.thelegacychallenge.com. We will discuss all of this and so much more in today's show. And with this in mind, here's my very special guest, Randy Sutton. Randy, how are you today? I'm doing great, Brian. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, you're welcome. Welcome to Success Profiles Radio. And the very first question that I ask everybody on the show, and we'll send probably better, the better part of the rest of this segment talking about this, tell us about your background, your backstory, how you got to where you are now, what you learned and overcame, and basically where did you go to get you to where you are right now? That is, that's going to be a nice long talk, isn't it? I, uh, let's start at the, at the beginning. I was, a, I was a Princeton, New Jersey police officer for 10 years. And um, then I, uh, I left there and, and joined the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department. And I had a, a, a wonderful career as a cop. It was a, I, spent, uh, I spent, you know, a lot of years um, doing 
service. And, and I, I believe that um, that when you can when you can touch the lives of other people in positive ways, then you affect the future, and you affect uh, you affect those lives in, in very positive ways. And, and believe it or not, being a cop, you can do that and, and see and see the results of your labor um, uh, up close and personal. So I, I spent a lot of years doing that, and during that time, I did I did uh, many other things, including uh, authoring three books. The fourth one, which is about to be released here very shortly, but um, during that journey, there was you know there there are milestones in every person's life. And those milestones can be positive, you know, the uh, the birth of a child, a, a, mm-hmm. a marriage, uh, but they they aren't always positive. You know, part of the mi- part of the milestones of lives are, are tragedies, losing someone that you love, uh, you know, facing the the challenges that that every person faces as they as they take their journey of life, and um, I think some of those uh, those milestones. Uh, are, uh, are are what I'd like to talk about, and and those are are um, how we get to our the, the place the place where we believe that we should be headed. Um, you know, mm-hmm. one one philosophical point of view that uh, that I that I deeply believe in is that you cannot choose your destiny, but you can create your legacy. And um, uh, an incident that, that occurred that. It really got me on the on the road to legacy, if you will, is an incident that, that occurred in the late 1990s. Um, as a patrol sergeant, I came upon a shooting scene where um, some gang members pulled up next to a car with a family in it and for no apparent reason just opened fire on the car, striking a one-month-old baby in the face. And I oh. came upon the scene literally within minutes of this shooting taking place. And um, the, the, the baby was grievously injured. And because I was in the right place at the right time, I was able to perform mouth-to-mouth and CPR and bring the child back after she stopped breathing. And um, that, because of, of, of how soon it, it occurred after the shooting, um, the baby came back and with with no brain damage no uh you know some physical scarring of course but went on to to lead a very healthy happy life and wow. uh, that child has been part of my life for 16 years now well that wow. that 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 um um when that uh, happened it affected me in such a way that i i felt i needed to write that story and i'm not a, a writer by training, I, I hadn't intended to be, but that was such a um, an incredible experience and such a moving experience that I wrote the story, and then having no outlet for it, just put it in a drawer. Well, a few years later, after the attack on the World Trade Center, uh, I felt that I needed to do something, and that was to help the families of the police officers who were killed in that attack. That was the deadliest day for law yeah. enforcement in, in the history of, of the United States. Wow. And so what I did was I, um, I asked cops from all over the country to write about something that affected th- them deeply from their police service. And that, along with the story that I just told you about, 
uh, I put into a book called True Blue, Police Stories by Those Who Have Lived Them. Mm. And St. Martin's Press picked that book up, published it, and I donated every penny of the royalties to the Widows and Orphans Fund for the cops who were killed in 9-11. Wow. And it did two things. One, it helped raise money for the families. But secondly, I wanted to do something that would show the citizens that we serve a part of police that they, they probably would never get to see. And that's, mm. that's the humanity behind the badge. And, mm. um, and, that, and that's what that, that book accomplished. Um, wow. Fortunately, because uh, of, of the success of that book and, and the story that I wrote, um, I was given a, a book contract by St. Martin's to write my own stories. And that was my second book called The Cop's Life. Mm-hmm. And the third book, uh, and then the, the fourth one will be coming out in February called The Power of Legacy, Personal Heroes of America's Most Inspiring People. And this was, um, this was a, uh, um, something that, that I really am very, very excited about. I, I got the, the great good fortune to go around the United States and talk to people that have done amazing things with their lives and uh, talk to them about who their personal heroes were, who was it inspired them to go and do the great things that they did. And yeah. this is a really uh, uplifting book and, um, and, and really shows that there are really good people, everyday people, that are heroes. Mm. So that's, that's uh, um, part of it. Now, the reason that I, I created that and also a, a new concept called Celebrating Legacy is because of uh, part of part of my journey was um, I suffered a stroke in my police car um, mm. right on the Las Vegas Strip. And um, and there was subsequently given a diagnosis from the doctors that basically said, we're going to make you more comfortable, but get your affairs in order. And mm. looking at 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 uh, my life at that point um, really made me look at life differently because when you're facing your own imminent um, demise, if you will, uh, you begin wondering about about your legacy and about how you um, what what impact did you have on this world? And um, and and uh, I believe that. Uh, I was forced to retire because of that, because of the health mm-hmm. situation. Um, and it was the most, really, it was the most frightening thing I ever experienced in my life. I lost the ability to speak. I lost the ability to move. And wow. um, uh, it really, it really was a, a frightening, frightening experience. And yeah. although I did lose, you know, some of my health, I, I had lost my mother three weeks before that. Uh, she died in my arms uh, after a, a long protracted illness, and um, I wanted a way to memorialize her, as well as leave uh, leave an impact behind uh, of my own. Mm-hmm. And even though I lost a great deal, I also gained something really important. I, I call it the gift of clarity. Yeah, because it, it showed me that I had the path, even though I could no longer serve as a police officer. I could still impact the world in a positive place. And, yeah. um, and that's what I'm doing now. 
That's fantastic. And we are coming up on our very first break. My very special guest this week is Randy Sutton. He is the author of several books, including True Blue and A Cop's Life. And we'll discuss that and so much more when we come back from the break. And uh, in his bio, I did allude a little bit to his Hollywood history. We'd like to talk a little bit about that as well. So we will come right back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Did you know you can quickly grow your business online and offline for free? SmartGuy.com is one of the fastest growing business networks in the world. Managing over 600 city business networks from Los Angeles, California to the country of Bahrain. In just a minute or two, you can add your business and be quickly listed in their global business directory, local business networks, and get a free web page that can actually rank on top of major search engines in as little as one to two weeks. No kidding. Simply go to www.smartguy.com. Fill out your company information and you're set. So add your business for free and find out why everyone loves a smart guy. Smartguy.com. Solave, we think a person's voice is the most powerful form of marketing, so that's what we want to invest in. While other companies spend billions on traditional marketing, we reward you for sharing Solave with your connections. We began with a simple idea. A single relationship has the power to make life better for many people. We took this idea and turned it into a company that can make commerce less expensive and even profitable for everyone. We started with mobile phone service because it's something all of us already use, and it's the technology connecting us every day. We put you in charge of what you pay for mobile service. And simply making the switch to Solave is the first step to spending less. $49 a month for unlimited voice, text, and data. But it gets even better. You can earn money just for sharing Solave with others. As your network of connections grows, both through your actions and the actions of each person who joins because of you, you can quickly be paying nothing for your mobile service and even make a profit every month. Visit us online at www.social-commerce-now.com to learn more and join the Solave revolution. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Randy Sutton. And before we continue, I want to tell you how you can link up with me. Uh, you can like my Facebook fan page, Success Profiles Radio. You can also subscribe to and download any episode of Success Profiles Radio you like on iTunes for free. Please do that. Please leave a review. That would really help the rankings for the show. And you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Brian K. Wright. And I look forward to having you here every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern time uh, for a great hour where I interview some of the most successful people in the world. And my guest this week is Randy Sutton. Uh, the number to call in is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. And Randy, you've had a, a very interesting career. 
not only have you been a cop, but you also got to be in some movies and television shows. Let's talk a little bit about that, and then I would love to come back to your book as well. You sure. were in the movie Casino with Robert De Niro and Sharon Stone. How did that opportunity come to you? <laughs> well, you know, um, I, was, uh, I was on a television show called Cops, and I was oh, yes. uh, actually one of the most featured police officers on that, on that show on three different seasons. And um, uh, what happened was I, I, got a, I got a phone call from a casting agent who said, hey, there's going to be a movie shot in Las Vegas, and the director wants realism in the part of a police officer. Would you come in and do an audition? And uh, always looking for a nice adventure, I said, sure, not mm -hmm. knowing what the movie was or what it was about. And I walked into the uh, hotel room where the audition was being held, and standing there is Robert De Niro and Martin Scorsese. Wow. And I feeling a little bit intimidated. Uh, was uh, they were they were very warm, and my audition consisted of me telling them uh, basically war stories about being a cop in Las Vegas, and some of them uh, were rather amusing. Others were a little more poignant, but yeah. uh, they uh, they liked those stories, and they gave me uh, they gave me the role, and I got to play a cop named Randy. So mm -hmm. it was it wasn't really that difficult, uh, and yeah. the uh, it was a. It was actually a pretty good scene, and we wound up ad living the the scene which they kept into the in the movie. Um, good. And uh, it was it was really a it was really a fun experience. Uh, Robert De Niro and Martin Scorsese were were gentlemen, and and really a a, a very very uh, a colorful couple of guys that 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 made the experience um, excellent. Great. So I, I, that's how I got my first movie role. And then from there, I got to be in uh, a movie called uh, Pools Rush In with Salma Hayek and Matthew Perry, yes. where I got to deliver Salma Hayek's baby on the Hoover Dam, and then, uh, then several other uh, movie and television roles uh, from that. In fact, I'm about to film a new one uh, coming up called The Wish Man, which is uh, a, a story in and of itself. The Wish Man is about the the man who created the Make-A-Wish Foundation, Mr. Frank Shankwitz, and it is going to Frank be... Frank Shankwitz. Um, he's been on my show, and I know Frank, him. He's amazing. Oh, he's... he's he's Well, you're going to love the, the book, then, because I actually... His story is the first in the book called The Power of Legacy, Personal Heroes of America's Most Inspiring People. Wow. That is fantastic. Yeah, Frank is amazing. I love the Make-A-Wish Foundation. I'm familiar with the, the people who are making that movie. Uh, Greg Reed is, is filming that. And, um, right. In fact, in fact, I hope to get both of them on the show again when that movie is ready to come out because I, I, oh, just, I hope, well, Greg, yeah, that, uh, also is featured in, in, in my book, the power of legacy. Yeah. Greg has been on my show twice. He is <laughs> amazing. In fact, um, when his think and rich grow, uh, think and grow rich stickability movie and book came out last fall, I did red carpet interviews at his premier event and I got to interview Frank oh, on the red carpet. And Greg, yeah, it was amazing. It was a really great experience. So that's wonderful. So you were also in Miss Congeniality with Sandra Bullock. I was, um, I played a uh, pit boss in that movie, in that movie. And then, um, uh, uh, she was great to work with. She was a lot of fun. And then yeah. I did uh, co-starred in the in the premiere episode of uh, Las Vegas with James Caan. I got to play a bad guy finally. <laughs> oh, finally, so, you got to play a bad guy. So is it more I fun finally playing a good guy a or a bad guy? guy? Yeah. 
<laughs> is it more fun playing a bad guy or a good guy? Well, you know, it was just I, I, it was it was something different. It was something different. So I, 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 I like to, I like that opportunity. That was kind of fun. Yeah, that was a great show. I really enjoyed Las Vegas. That was, yeah, I watched that for several seasons. Um, so yeah, that was a great show. So what is the biggest difference between Hollywood law enforcement and the reality of law enforcement? Well, in the, the, uh, in the Hollywood version, uh, first of all, there, there aren't any second takes in real life. You know, you have, you have split seconds to make life and death decisions as a police officer. Mm-hmm. And, um, and if 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 you if you make a mistake, um, quite literally, a life hangs in the balance. And the reality is this: um, you know, there's there's times when you are you are forced to make decisions that that may end a person's life. Yeah. And uh, and I can assure you that the that the the glamorization uh, of the Hollywood version is nothing like the reality. So that that's probably the biggest, uh, you know. And, and and here's the here's an un, an unfortunate byproduct of the Hollywood version, and that is that that the public, all they see, and and uh, over a period of years, is what the Hollywood version is, and they come to expect that that is the reality. Um, yeah. And so when when the when the real thing comes along, um, for instance. All the forensic shows that are out there, CSI. I don't know if you're aware of this. Uh-huh. Was, um, was originally done in Las Vegas by uh, uh, a bellman had the idea uh, for to do this television show. He went and rode with um, our our crime investigation unit for uh, several days, and that's how he came up with the idea for CSI. Uh, but what what that has done is, you know, the, the, these crimes are solved in, in 30 minutes on television because right. of, of te- because of of, uh, of some some real and some imagined uh, technology that that they feature on the show. So people really expect that um, that, that the police are going to solve crimes in in you know short periods of time when in reality. It's it takes uh, dogged investigation. It takes um, great interview techniques, and, and it takes a lot of time to solve crime. Right. Well, it can take a long time. Absolutely. So you, you talked about never. you you talked about the idea of being able to make very very quick split second decisions, and I, I know that that sense has to be heightened when you're in law enforcement or other emergency. Uh, careers, uh, how do you develop a really good sense of making a split decision, and and how can that be applicable to the rest of us? Well, you know, one of the things, and this is applicable to everyone, is to follow your instinct. The human uh, uh, experience creates within each of us um, a, a, a certain instinct, and where we get in trouble, both as police officers and as people, is not following those instincts. For instance, um, the uh, perceiving danger. Many people fall victim to crime because they take the perception that they might have had of danger 
and tamp it down because they don't want to, they don't want to seem paranoid. So, uh, believing in your gut and believing in yourself, um, uh, is really a strong survival technique. And it's something that, that, that people, most people possess, but, but don't, uh, follow it. So I would say that, that in reality, when, when you, when you feel something, uh, when you feel something's wrong, go with your gut and listen to yourself, both when it comes to, uh, personal danger and also relationships. Yeah. That, that is great. I mean, you have to be able to trust your gut. That is so important. Let me, uh, I'll, let me go ahead. I'll give you an, I'll give you an example of something that, that, that really was, was very poignant for me and, and, and saved my life. Um, we had had a series of, uh, murders in Las Vegas and they were random killings and it was, it, no one could figure out why, why these murders were taking place. There was in one situation, it was just somebody walking their dog who was gunned down in another. Um, it was a, a woman who was driving down the freeway with her son and a, a van pulled up alongside of them and shot her and killed her. And the son was able to, to drive the, to grab the wheel and guide it into the, into the, um, uh, median so that, so that at least his life was saved. And it was, mm-hmm. there was one or two others. And, and it was, uh, these random killings are very, very difficult to solve because there's no pattern and there's no, um, you know, if it's, if it's a stranger killing, it's, it's a very difficult crime to solve because there's mm-hmm. no, there's very often no, no discernible pattern. So we had several of these and one evening I got dispatched to a noise complaint called simple noise complaint, loud music. And, uh, when I, ent- when I walked up to the apartment, my partner and I, um, heard the music blaring, knocked on the door. And believe me, we, we handle, you know, five or six of these sometimes a night. And, uh, when I was, uh, the door opened and I was admitted, there were some people sitting around, uh, and they turned the music down. And I, I saw a, a guy sitting on a overstuffed chair and I just got a, 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 the most tremendous feeling of danger. And I drew my weapon and I pointed it at this guy and I told my partner to handcuff him. And my partner was looking at me like I'd lost my mind. Um, and I, I told him, I told him to pick up the, the cushion and mm-hmm. there was a gun. Well, that was the murderer. And that was the weapon used in the killings. And uh, as we took this guy to jail, he, he looked at me and he said, I don't know how you knew it, but I was going to kill you. And we are at the break. We'll come right back. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. 
energy saving solutions innovative double green plan enables you to switch to energy efficient leds and other modern lighting with no upfront cost modern leds are far more efficient than other types of lighting but for many businesses schools and nonprofit organizations the reason for sticking with the old inefficient lighting is the cost of replacing them while an old-fashioned incandescent bulb may cost a dollar led costs thirty dollars or more and that's why energy saving solutions has designed our double green plan double green allows you to convert to leds with no out-of-pocket cost we'll pay for your new lights and you'll pay us back with a percentage of your savings from the very first day that your new leds are lighting your life you'll realize a positive cash flow and you'll be doing something positive for our environment for a free cost and energy savings analysis call joshua may at 888-620-8133 extension 7082 or visit us online at www.energysavingindustry.com Sanchez, the host of the Mommy to Mogul radio show, empowering women to build a successful business, invites you to join her on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at the ripe age of five. She was already interpreting information in documents and instructions on forms for her immigrant parents. Now, through her experience and those of her guests, she provides you with valuable steps to empower you to reach financial independence. Martha A. Sanchez is a registered nurse with a Bachelor in Nursing and Master's of Business in Administration. She's a business coach, speaker, author, and CEO of Moss International, LLC. Her diverse work experience brings you expertise in areas essential to customer service, social media, and budgeting. The Mommy to Mogul radio show furthers her personal mission of empowering women to help them build successful businesses so they can reach financial independence. Join Martha Sanchez, the host of the Mommy to Mogul radio show, Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And once again, this is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Randy Sutton. If you'd like to call in and talk to Randy about his law enforcement stories and his books and what we've been talking about, his Hollywood career, uh, his num- the number here is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. Randy, one of the books that you wrote was called A Cop's Life. Tell us about that. We didn't really get to spend much time discussing that earlier. A Cop's Life was my second book, and those were all stories from my own career, uh, both as a Princeton police officer and as a Las Vegas police officer. And um, and they're they're uh, they're all short short stories, but um, there's a there's a a lot of uh, there's a lot of emotion in the in that book. Um, there, it, it's the kind of it's the kind of book that is true reality. Um, it uh, it tells stories about life and about death, about um, uh, relationships that, um, that, that, that occur and, and violence that, that occur in those relationships. And um, one, of the, one of the the positive aspects of writing that book that I did not expect was over the years I've been contacted by, I'm going to guess, somewhere around 12 or 13 police officers who contacted me and said that they were 
um, going to commit suicide until they read that book. And, uh, and the reason that they didn't was because they realized that they were not alone in their feelings. Mm. And that to me is one of the most poignant aspects of, of, of being a writer about touching lives. And I, I didn't realize, um, how powerful those words can be. And, um, and, and so it's a, it's a very uplifting experience to know that, that you, that my words had a tremendous impact, um, helping those, those police officers at a time when they were, when they were really at the depths of, of, of uh, depression. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let me, let me ask you this. I mean, I'm sure you got to, you know, talk to and interact with many different types of people on, on the force. What do you think it really takes to be very successful in that career? Uh, that's, that's a great question. And this is something that I talk about in my seminars and also when I counsel, uh, you know, young police officers about their careers. And um, it, it, to be a good cop takes a tremendous amount of compassion. Um, I, I wrote a story that is in my next book, and it was about a, a discussion I had when I was uh, a young police officer. I, I thought, thought everything was in black and white. Uh, you know, if someone violated the law, they went to jail, they got a ticket. And so I was out doing strict enforcement. People, everybody went to jail, everybody got a ticket. And I thought that was the way to be a good cop. And um, the sergeant that I had at the time took me out for breakfast one morning after our shift, and, and I was regaling him with the stories of, of uh, everything I did during the night, and he listened patiently. And then he said something to me, which stayed with me for the rest of my life. He said, Randy, you're a good cop. You know what it is to, to go out there and work. You, you, you have a great knowledge of the laws. You understand search and seizure. And you're out there working all the time. But do you know the difference between being a good cop and being a great cop? And, and I kind of looked at him stupidly and said no. And he said, you got a smile on his face. And he says, it's one word, Randy. It's called compassion. And it was like somebody turned a light switch on in my head uh, and in my heart because I realized what exactly what he was telling me. And, um, and I changed the way... I looked at the job as well as looked at my life. And from that moment on, um, compassion was, uh, you know, a key factor in, in all of my decision-making. And I passed that down to young police officers that, that I supervised and I guided. So this, this sergeant's legacy to me was then passed on to other police officers that he had never met nor would ever meet. So that, that's, I believe that, that compassion is a huge part of being a good cop. Now, there's also intellect. There is also a willingness, um, you know, to uh, participate in the lives of other people. There's honesty. Integrity is one of the key components. Um, and, and, and an innate uh, a desire to... Um, use your skills for the benefit of other people. And that means all your skills, including, uh, you know, your investigative abilities, your, um, your willingness to, 
to get your hands dirty and uh, and do the job the way it's supposed to be. Right. Exactly. So uh, let, let's talk about the idea of, of legacy. I know you do a seminar on it, and I know that uh, when we talked earlier about what happened during 9-11 and the fact that you've written these books and stories of other law enforcement uh, officers who are, are leaving their legacy, too, just by telling their stories. So talk to us about what you talk about in your seminar. How important is legacy and what, what does that really mean for you, the idea of having a legacy or creating one? Well, I, I don't think that there's anything more important than creating a legacy. Um, w- w- everyone is creating a legacy. Um, everyone is, is touching the lives of other people, whether you are conscious of it or not. And, and that's kind of what my, my, uh, my goal is in the writing of these books and the, um, uh, the website that, that is about to be launched called Celebrating Legacy. It's to bring the awareness that, that every time that your life brushes against the life of another person, you're leaving a little residual part of yourself behind. Now, what do you want that to be? Do you want that person to walk away thinking something positive about you or something negative about you. And we are in control of that. You know, both as a, as, as a, a leadership aspect um, and, and as a personal aspect, you are touching the lives of other people. So if you have in your mind the concept that every time that, that you're interacting, you're leaving a legacy, you're going to want to um, be much more positive in the way you treat other people. And, and that's com- with compassion and with kindness and the desire to be what I call a personal hero. That's what the, this book, the, per- the Power of Legacy, is all about, is about, um, uh, about being a personal hero and taking, uh, taking control of yourself so that you can uh, touch the lives of others in a positive way. Uh-huh. And that's what, that's what a legacy truly is. You know, you're, you're going to leave a legacy. Do you want people to think of you in terms of, of kindness and compassion, of integrity? I know of all the things that we look upon others with, uh, you know, that we respect, or do you want it to be a legacy of, uh, you know, that, that, that one wouldn't look so kindly upon, you know, where you treat people poorly where you're 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 cruel to others and uh and i believe that if we think about those things we think about those concepts consciously we'll want to lead a better life yeah absolutely and uh one thing that i know you think is the difference between family life most people don't think about making that delineation, but, but talk to us about that for a few minutes. We've got maybe three or four minutes for next break. Uh, you know, I, I had a difficult time understanding you. You were a little bit distorted. Can you ask that again? Absolutely. You, you differentiate between personal legacy and family legacy, and not a lot of people think of making that differentiation. So what's the difference between those two? And we've got three minutes to our next break. Well, your, your, the, the legacy, your personal legacy affects everyone around you. Um, but your family legacy is what you can play a, a real positive role in with the people that, are, that, that surround you. When I talk about family, I, don't only, I not only talk about in terms of 
blood relations per se, but friendship. You know, uh, I, I, I view friendship as one of the most sacred relationships, and because friendship is, in fact, love. And uh, you can't choose your relatives, but you can choose your friends, and, yeah. and they, they, are, they are, in actuality, you know, your chosen family. Well, when you want to um, uh, play a role with your chosen family so that they lead better lives, then how do you do that? And you do that through, um, through the same concepts of courtesy, of, of compassion, of kindness, and integrity. Those are all the things that when we think about, you know, people that, that uh, we truly respect, those are the, the concepts that we think about. So if you, in turn, uh, view your family, and, and when I say that, of course, the people that you love, um, we can, we can uh, help them lead better lives through those concepts as well. Wow, that's great. So how often do you do these seminars, and where do you have them? We've got less than two minutes. Well, we're, I, I just with, with the launching of the new book, which is going to be coming out in February, uh, we're just kind of ramping those up. I just did one in Baltimore, Maryland, to a, uh, a group of CEOs, and uh, we're, we're actually going to start hitting the road here and doing these, uh, these seminars all over the country. When I say a seminar, it, I, it's the wrong word. It's a it's a uh, presentation. Uh, okay. Seminar means you're you're teaching. Seminar, uh, the, you know, it's about it's about the concepts. Yeah. Okay. Sounds fantastic. And while I'm thinking about it, where can we get any of your books that we've talked about so far? Well, Amazon, of course, has them. Um, and uh, but I invite people to come to the uh, the website, which is thepoweroflegacy.com. And um, and uh, check out my blogs. Uh, they can sign on to um, get information about the new book when it comes out. And also, they interact with me on on the uh, uh, on the website. Um, they can also take a look at celebratinglegacy.com, which is about to be launched uh, very very soon. And this is going to bring families closer together through the sharing of memories. Sounds great, and we are to our final break. We'll be right back on the other side. This is Success Profiles Radio. Be right back. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. and action plans. How important are they for me to manage? Whether you're an executive, entrepreneur, or maybe you're just someone looking to advance your career and want to be confidently prepared for your future, 
business and life coach Carmen Carosa can help you remove obstacles and move forward in the right direction. Carmen is known as the real world coach for a reason. His no-nonsense style along with an innate ability to form connections with people gives you a unique opportunity to see higher and further than ever before. We live and work in an ever-changing, complicated world that can leave us with questions about every decision we make. Join host Carmen Carosa, business and life coach, on Forward Motion. Every Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern, you will realize dreams and aspirations you thought were out of reach. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And once again, this is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Randy Sutton. He's the author of several books. He's been in several Hollywood movies. He's been uh, featured very prominently on the show Cops. Whenever Cops goes to Las Vegas, he's been in several uh, seasons. And I want to talk next about how you deal with different personality types, because especially in law enforcement, you come into contact with so many different kinds of people, and you have to be a master at dealing with a diverse set of personalities. So, Randy, how how do you do that? How do you identify the kind of person you're working with, and how do you tailor your communication style to the type of person that you are talking to or working with? Well, that, that's uh, that's actually one of the most inherent skills that a police officer needs to uh, needs to think about in order to be successful. Um, because, as you say, you 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 deal with a total different strata of society um, throughout your shift. Uh, on one, at the beginning of your shift, you might be dealing with uh, uh, with a doctor who's got a problem with uh, you know uh, uh, with a, with a prescription issue that he's contacted the police about. The next moment, you might be dealing with a homeless person who's got um, you know uh, mental health issues. And you have to be able to gauge your response to each in order to communicate properly. Uh, you know, you, do, you don't use, uh, you know, ten-syllable words with people that, 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 that aren't going to understand what you're saying, even though you understand what you're saying. So that becomes really a tremendous skill that a, that a police officer needs to learn as they evolve uh, throughout their careers. And... Um, you know, really what it comes down to this is, do you care about what you're doing? Do you, do you care about uh, solving the issue that this person uh, has come to you with? You know, people don't call the police because their son got an A on the report card. They call the police because they're, they're very often in the worst time of their life. Uh, and, and that can mean a, a whole myriad of different things. Perhaps they're 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 uh, they've just been victimized in a, in a crime, uh, maybe maybe even a really serious crime, uh, or perhaps um, you know it's the worst part, it's the worst day of their life because you are arresting them for a DUI or for a, a domestic violence, and and how you communicate with each of those individuals throughout your day 
is essential um, in order to get the job done properly and and uh, and coming to a conclusion, a successful conclusion of each of your interactions. Yeah. That's absolutely critical. So let me ask you how your mindset and your inner voice plays a role in all of this because and we talk about positive attitude a lot on this show and having a correct mindset, but in law enforcement where you're dealing literally with life and death situations potentially every day, how much more magnified is the importance of that in your career? Uh, it's, it's absolutely essential. You know, um, police officers are, are very human you know, very human people, and, and and they bring with them the same problems that everyone has. Um, but it's 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 really important that you leave those problems at the door when you put on your badge and your gun, uh, because you can't you can't um, have your own mindset in, in a in a bad place. Both because you have to be concentrating on what's taking place in order for you to go home safely at night. You have to have your, your head together. But also, you know, um, we, when, you, when you project a positive attitude to people that are negative, you can very often diffuse a situation that could go bad. And, you know, we, I don't want to talk about things in, in, such a, in a Pollyanna way, in that, you know, a positive attitude is going to solve all your problems because that's just not true. Right. You, a police officer needs to not only, you know, be a peacemaker, but uh, sometimes you have to, you have to be uh, prepared to go into mortal combat at the same time. You know, keep in mind that every interaction a police officer has can turn deadly. And so understanding that is very difficult for the public because um, uh, very, very few people will, believe it or not, statistically, most people never have an interaction with a police officer, ever. Uh, And when they do, it's usually not for a very good reason. So a a good cop needs to be able to put on their professional hat, not take things personally, and keep an attitude – that is positive, and that's really fits sometimes asking a whole lot, and uh, and and we can't always pull it off, unfortunately. Right, I can certainly understand and appreciate that. Well, let's also talk about maybe some situations uh, a police officer is not very good at that, or maybe they're just not the good guy that everyone thinks they are. I mean, integrity certainly has to be a very important component of being successful in that industry, in that career especially. So how can you tell if someone's walking in integrity or not? Well, you know, that's that's a great question. Um, Trust between the police and the public is absolutely essential in order to to complete the mission. And and I tell you, I, I cringe... Every time I read a headline or see a news story where a police officer has not lived up to the integrity that, that they should. And uh, because for a couple things, one is um, there's about a million police officers in this country, uh, federal, state and local. That's not really a whole lot of cops. If you if you think about it, it's about eight hundred and almost nine hundred thousand. 
it's it's not that many. And most are out doing the job the way they should be doing it uh, 24-7. When somebody uh, loses their integrity and uses their job for personal gain or uh, uses their job because they uh, they have a temper issue and they want to, and, you know, and, and unfortunately it's true, there are, there are people that have gotten into the job for the wrong reasons. You try to weed them out, but sometimes it happens. And when uh, a cop goes bad and does something that, um, uh, you know, demonstrates a, a lack of integrity. There's often a huge focus on it from the media and from the public. And the, then the, 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 the broad brush paints a picture of, of all law enforcement in that way. And so that's why it's, it's so important for, for police officers to, um, act with integrity, to act with compassion, to uh, do the job properly the way they were trained. And, uh, you know, and when, when things go awry, when things go bad, then they have to be accountable. And, yeah. uh, you know, accountability is, uh, is rough for a lot of people, you know, in, in our lives. Uh, I'm not just talking about cops, I'm talking about people. You know, we, we are accountable for our actions. There's going to be, um, you know, an accounting for it. And sometimes the most difficult thing to do is to admit that you make a mistake and then to deal with that mistake. And uh, very often that becomes a bigger issue than what you might have done to get yourself in trouble. Right. You know, they say that the, the cover-up is often worse than, than, what the, uh, than what the crime was. And I've seen that take place, unfortunately, Time and time and time again, and, and, that, and I've seen good careers uh, go down the drain because of it. Absolutely. Let me ask while I'm thinking about it, uh, how can we find your books and connect with you, Randy? Um, well, my website, www.thepoweroflegacy.com. Amazon.com, of course, has all my books. And, um, uh, but I, I really do welcome uh, your your listeners to come and share stories on my website about about people that um, you know that there were personal heroes to them. Okay, sounds great. And we've got maybe about three minutes or so left in the show. So let me ask you the question I ask everyone as I close the show out: Who inspires and motivates you, Randy? I, I, you know that's a that's a, a great question, and there are there are a lot of people that uh, that I could say. But I think the memory of my father um, is something that um, that inspires me. Uh, I lost my dad uh, in 2001, but he was a man that that demonstrated to me, uh, you know, a integrity, b compassion. He really always cared about people. He always had an amazingly positive attitude, and uh, and was one of the most optimistic people that I ever met in my life. He was a guy that. That could make a uh, make a make a friend in in line at a movie theater, and uh, and and people would walk away with a smile on their face. Um, it's, it's a it's something that I I wish I possessed more of, and it's a it's a memory that I cherish and will always cherish. Wow, that's really really great. I do so much appreciate having you on the show today, Randy. I mean, you've had, you've got some great books out there. True Blue is stories about uh, other cops. Uh, did I remember that correctly? 
Well, True Blue is, is my own stories and stories from others. Yes. Okay. And then A Cop's Life is basically more or less your story. Correct. And then The Power of Legacy, Personal Heroes of America's Most Inspiring People, are, are stories of, of uh, people that have done amazing things um, for others about who their personal heroes were. Yeah, you, you need to check this out, folks, that, that you're listening, thepowerlegacy.com, and go to Amazon. Randy Sutton, S-U-T-T-O-N. Uh, great stuff, and I'm so glad you were on the show today. I really, really appreciate it very, very much, Randy. I appreciate you having me, Brian. Thanks again. Sounds great. And if you want to connect with me, once again, you can find me on Facebook. I have a business fan page called Success Profiles Radio. You can like my page, leave a comment, give me some feedback, leave me a message. You can also find me on Twitter at Mr. Brian K. Wright. You can also download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio from iTunes for free anytime you want. I would really encourage you to go ahead and do that. You can listen to over 100 episodes that I've had a chance to do so far. I interviewed some of the most successful people in the world. And again, like I alluded to at the show, I have a book coming out real soon. It's going to be about mental toughness and sales. It's going to be based on some of the interviews that I've done previously on this show. I'm so fired up and excited about it. It's due out sometime in the next few weeks. So please join us again next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern. We'll have another episode of Success Profiles Radio where I talk to some of the most successful, interesting people in the world, and I really look forward to having you come back next week. In the meantime, you have a wonderful week. Take care of yourselves and be amazing. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. For being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host Brian K. Wright here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Each week,